Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Curious Anarchy. We're here recording on uh, the old clubhouse app in the Curious Anarchy safe house. Just waiting for my co-host to arrive and then we shall get going. In the meantime, if you're listening in on Clubhouse, the uh, most recent episode is pinned above. An interview with Malachi Nunes, um, entrepreneur, author, publisher, relationship coach. I imagine hmm. he has a podcast with a relationship theme, I should say. Welcome, content. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Very well. Very well. Good weekend. Yourself? Pretty good, thanks. Pretty good. It's been um, an interesting one. We're um, in the midst of a uh, of discontent. I think it could be said. And look at that. We have Naomi <laughs> coming to. <laughs> Thank you for being here, Naomi. Um, Naomi Bennett, MEB, is um, a founder of Equality for Black Nurses. Um, you know the appointment I told you I went to last week? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was telling the, uh, the nurse <laughs> about Equality for Black Nurses. <laughs> she hadn't heard of them before. I was like, what? You don't know? Like, listen, you need to look her up. <laughs> Please. Wow, can you imagine? <laughs> Same organization, never heard of it. Isn't that isn't that like a form of gerrymandering knowledge, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, it's a form of um, keeping everyone in in their barracks and not stepping out of line. Mm. It's like stay where you know and don't go anywhere dangerous. Even even, even if it's not remotely dangerous, just don't go anywhere outside of your station. It's interesting. How they, outside how they, of your how station. They keep us blinkers for so long. Mm. Mm. And then check with distractions. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Focus on focusing on the uh, the real issues. Um, content. You've got something on your you're on your mind, your heart. Yeah, your and soul you know what? That you share. And it, it was heightened by the news today. I don't know if you if you caught the news this morning. But our dis- our twice disgraced Home Secretary, who's clinging to her post by literally the ends of her fingernails. Um, has got, has got across to France to do a deal with the French. Have you heard this or not? I don't know if you've heard this or not. Please continue. Um, she's got across to France to, to do a deal with them to, to ask them to patrol the beaches of Calais better so that less people come by boats across to England. Now, I want, to, I want to highlight three things before I get on to the issue I want to talk about, about this. First of all, France has a huge refugee problem, way bigger than England, because their southern border comes to the Mediterranean, and that's where a lot of refugees are coming from. Now, I'm using the term refugees, I don't know why. I'm not, I'm not seeing as refugees. I'm talking about human beings. Certain human beings are trying to get into France and into England because they don't, where they're living isn't safe. So they're trying to come to the UK. France is huge. And so to come through France, you've got a better chance of settling in the UK. Right? That's your first problem. The second problem is, 
we have a deal already in place with the French to do exactly what we're going to pay them millions of pounds to do now. We were paying them millions, but I think they get something like, I can't remember how much it is, but quite a lot of million a year to do exactly what they're not doing. And now we're going across to do another deal with them to pay them eight million or whatever more a year to do what they're not doing. Now, my problem is this. We have said to the nurses, we have said to the teachers, we have said to the public sector workers, all who have taken pay cuts effectively for the past 12 years, we've got no money. We haven't got any money to give you. And the Chancellor went on telly yesterday and said, there's going to be cuts for everyone, there's going to be taxes for everyone, public services are going to be cut. They don't have the money to invest in public services or in the public. And yet, we're wasting how many millions on that flight to Rwanda that never went there? And now we're wasting this money on an agreement we've already got that isn't working in the first place. Now, you can say, but Mark, that's not the same thing. You know, the budgets of the economy are not the same, but they are the same. Because how you spend your money, or let me put it another way, how they spend our money is absolutely about what their focus is about. Certain countries have had a scheme where they give money to the poorest communities, knowing that they're going to spend it, it boosts the economy, and their economies are doing way better than ours. People sitting in the UK are thinking our economy is okay, it's not, it's in a terrible state. But they're not doing anything to make it better. By taxing people, it's not going to make it better, because they can't spend money. Therefore, you inflation rise, because nothing is selling. I've got a question for you. No, carry on. Go ahead. <laughs> Talking about taxing people, um, what do you think of taxing rich people? Is there a, a certain criteria where it counts, or well, should it be abroad broadly? Okay, well, let's, let's, not, let's go back to the beginning of that question. The first problem I have with that question is rich people aren't paying taxes. A lot of them have got offshore accounts, they don't pay any tax in this country. I mean, it, this was highlighted with Jimmy Carr, but there's many, many more that, that you know, fall into it. Many companies that are working in this country are not paying tax and yet receiving money from the government. Tax people's money from the government and they're not paying tax. So first of all, let's get them paying tax in the first place. Let's not talk about this idea that, you know, should we not tax the, the very wealthy? I mean, let's get them paying tax in the first place. They're, they're paying people. Don't have to pay tax. Tax taxes are across. The, it doesn't it doesn't go like that. It doesn't go like so. Say if I have a cafe and I hire two people, am I not, not going to be paying tax? Depends on if you're rich or not. In your case, I guess. Well, exactly. <laughs> That's the point I'm making. So, do you think it's fair that they have a, a, a tax break or an exclusion from tax because they're very wealthy? I'm merely asking the question. I'm just asking a similar question to you. Yeah, I was I was asking the question. No, 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 I'm just being... I'm asking the question because I was getting the sentiment that you were suggesting that, like, tax is pointless. So if it's pointless, why should a certain no, group of people no. well, pay it no, and you... another group of, group of people should? I didn't say it was pointless. I said, it, are you taking it out of context? I say what's happening is that they're saying they don't have money. And when they have to do projects like the one in France, they find money. But when it comes to paying the nurses, they don't find money. 
Alexander, but, but they did it. have money. They had 3%. What do you mean? <laughs> well, I have a problem with people who are uh, charged with making policy in this country giving themselves 18% and giving nurses 3%. I have a huge problem with that. A huge problem with that. Um, I have a problem with MPs getting uh, transport, everything for free, parking where they want, and nurses having to pay for parking in their own hospitals that they're working in. I have a problem with MPs getting two houses, a council they can spend money on uh, food and everything. Expensing a house. And, and How do you expense that's the a one. house? Thank you. And, <laughs> what? and nurses on their way home, and nurses on their way home going to food banks because they can't afford to live on what they get. I have a problem with that, yes. So 3% again, 18%. Yeah, I do have a problem with it, yes, I think I do. Um, and also, as the nurses are saying, it's not 3%, you see, because you're talking about 10 years of effective their wages being cut. So if you were a nurse in uh, two, 2012, maybe you were just about close to the, you know, the living line. But subsequently, it's been cut every year. Well, inflation, inflation and money's gone up every year. So actually, in real terms, it's a loss of money, a huge loss of money. So that whereas it was a reasonably paid job back then, now it's, it's not, not livable. So yes, there is a problem. Um, I mean, can you imagine, Jumanji, the first time in 160 years the nurses have decided to strike. That means a whole century went past before they, they, they actually had a vote that they would agree to go on strike. And, I mean, if that's not an organisation that's really, really, you know, never really wanting to strike unless they really have to. If I'm honest, like, like I've said to you before, um, I'm, I'm just surprised that it's taken so long. Okay, I, I, well, all I'm going to say to you is, there is a sense of purpose, and we covered this when we, we talked about uh, Mary Seacole, there's a sense of purpose in nursing, where you're doing it because you want to help save other human beings, other save lives. So there isn't a great um, rush to go on strike, if that's your motivation for doing the job in the first place. But imagine being pushed so hard that that's where you're at now. Can you imagine being, I mean, I mean, these are people, and I want to call this podcast uh, you know, when clapping isn't enough, because we, for two years, watch these people day and night put themselves on the line. Many of them died, you know, in the stop of trying to stop a pandemic. Well, a lot of other people were just sitting at home or working from home. I'm doing that brackets thing that you can't see on the radio. Um, and now we're saying we can't give them the money that they deserve for doing, getting us through this. There's a there's a history in this country of not supporting the people that have been the backbone of the country. You know, the miners during the Second World War, we have a miners' strike and suddenly the government and everyone are attacking the miners as the enemy within. And now we're looking to sort of, people are looking to look, have a go at the nurses for wanting what can only be described as a standard of living wage. I mean, I find it immensely insulting to them. I do. And um, I think any decent human being in this country will support them through that strike and say that there are way more things we're wasting money on that could easily go to the nurses and teachers to build up the infrastructure of our community so that we can yet again, you know, like look for better, stronger ways of being. That would be my then what would you like to see 
what would you like to see? What, what's the date when the strike begins? It's 70,000 nurses, wasn't it? I think it's the figure. Oh, sorry, Jermaine. Oops, sorry about that. Um, I was just trying to remember when the, the actual date of the strike is. I'm not even certain that they've actually um, set a date. I think they're going to sort of propose a number of dates that the nurses should go on strike. Um, but I think the first one is before the end of this year. But I'm not certain there's... Oh, hi. Name is... Hi, Naomi. How are you? How are you? How are you? Welcome. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. I'm not sure if... Can you hear me? Yep. I've been having problems. Loud and clear. Loud and clear, thank you. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I understand you're talking about nurses um, striking. Um, I guess being a nurse myself, um, I definitely believe in fair pay. Um, However, I just don't support nurses walking out and striking. Um, My stand being the founder of Equality for Black Nurses, um, the organisation highlights a lot of problems within um, the NHS. Um, You know, we talk about nurses dying through COVID and the pandemic, but a lot of the problems um, were caused by discrimination and racism. And um, a lot of our black and brown nurses are fighting to um, fighting against trumped up charges, fighting against like allegations, and, and basically trying to survive in a really hostile environment. So we just believe that um, you need to look at the, um, the, the the all the problems within the NHS and. Um, until we get like the management and the hierarchy set straight, it's almost like who who's responsible for um, for for the money and and for the funds that are going into the NHS. We've got like overseas nurses that are surviving on like ten pound fifty an hour for what equivalent British nurses are being paid 17 or 18 pounds an hour. So there's like a massive ethnicity pay gap within the NHS that we've not seen the unions addressing. So that's like a major issue. Um, There's, yeah, we, we just, you know, also the fact that the Nursing and Midwifery Council who regulate nurses are actually supporting um, nurses walking out and then we've got like a whole whole cohort of nurses within Equality for Black Nurses who are like being struck off the NMC. We've got black we've got a black midwife that was struck off the NMC after she helped deliver somebody's baby um, in an emergency and the NMC said because um, the nurse didn't have insurance potentially there was a risk so black nurses, black and brown nurses are getting struck off for potential risk um, to patient safety. However, they're supporting the whole workforce um, walking out. We just think it's um, 
like double standards it's, it's a lot of hypocrisy and um they you know we need to look at the intersectional um issues within the nhs that affect nurses um you know especially black and brown nurses and that's really our um our stand on on the whole striking we're, we're not supporting it so i guess my question would be to you would be I mean, because we obviously we spoke before um, on a previous um, Curious at the Key Safe House about uh, your organisation and the way you went forward. I'm just curious what you think the best method is to get the nursing community to, I'm going to call it, reach to the 21st century and acknowledge the, the things that you've outlined there. Because I'd have thought joining in with the strike would be a good way of actually forming a bridge to get those um, areas listened to. Because if you say you don't support it, you what you end up doing is then alienating people that might be supporting you. Oh, I'm just talking about it um, as an individual. Um, I wouldn't, I'm not telling people not to strike. Obviously, nurses have to deal with that themselves. That's that's their choice. But personally, like I said, um, there's things that I think could be dealt with quite straightforward or easier, such as addressing the um, ethnicity pay gap, because there, I kid you not, there are some nurses, some nurses are paid very well in the NHS. And this is the problem we've got. It's not a fair system. There's not fair opportunities for everybody. You know, we've got the agenda for change, and we've got like a banding system. People start, like a, a newly qualified nurse will start off as a band five. And hopefully um, they can utilize the training and development and go up um, in bands um, to up to like a band eight or nine. But if you look at the top, you don't see very many black and brown nurses. Now that's a, like an issue that can be dealt with um, you know at source and looking at the organization the structure and how they spend their money but like i said some nurses are very well paid when others are not so i think that's what we need to be looking at rather than just throwing money into a problem that or it that i have not met one nurse that has said they've left these the, the they've left their role because they're not paid well enough usually they've left because they face um, racism discrimination bullying and harassment or they've been burnt out so i i'm i don't want to sort of um speak for anybody else um in my views but it that's just how um i feel um with the work that I do and the problems that I see, I don't think that throwing money into, uh, you know, people, patients are getting poor outcome. There's discrimination towards patients. You know, a pregnant mother, a black pregnant mother is five times more likely to die or suffer problems in in um, in childbirth. These are some of the problems that money is not gonna solve. Um, and it's a, it's a lot about the organization and, and the setup. So that's just my opinion. I can fully appreciate that. I can really, really appreciate that. I mean, you know, we kind of, we, we've talked about this for some time. We've talked about this throughout the pandemic. Um, we began Curious Anarchy as a, uh, a podcast stroke lifestyle, I guess, um, in January of 2020. Um, so we're actually coming up to our second year and like we 
we've pretty much covered everything that's happened since the beginning. Um, we watched the uh, Mary Seacole lecture as a group in the Black in the UK club on Clubhouse, and that was that inspired me to reach out to you. It's actually somebody called Sami who um, asked the question about, you know, are there any black nurse groups or, you know, NHS groups that are, is there a union um, there? And I looked it up and found you. <laughs> and um, I wanted to say thank you for coming up um, today, as well as for the talk that we did a couple of weeks ago. It's really, really insightful. Um, I wanted to ask if you had any words to say. I didn't want to sort of take up too much of your time. I just wanted you to come up and just share a little bit from from the inside um, on any kind of like what's what what's the environment like now with this strike kind of looming overhead. Um, again, it, it the 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 idea of striking and the possibility is causing mixed feelings from um, from from many from for, for many. So so it, there is um, it. I think it's it's quite daunting, even because you know it goes against the very grain of what we're taught as nurses. We go to university for three years. And in that is about doing no harm to patients and doing good and making sure that they're safe. And when you think about the general population and what the, the, the country's gone through in terms of the COVID, is like, why would we as a group of um, professionals want to um, subject our patients to more pressure and stress? And some people do feel that this is the only way to... Um, to, to, to get their point across and then there's others who do feel the same way as myself so I think it's just um, it, it almost feels like it's just creating more more um, conflict and more chaos into um, an environment that's already like struggling to survive from the pandemic you know lots of wards are understaffed you know um, the morale is really bad the bullying and harassment is at boiling point and unfortunately black and brown nurses seem to be getting the brunt of um, you know emotions um, negativity you know it's 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 worrying all I can say that it's worrying and I will reiterate that I don't think that throwing money into that organization is going to solve the problems and and it is putting a lot of people um in in you know the, the environments are not it's not it's not a nice environment to be working in at the moment content any questions um well i still want to get to the to the heart of uh, how how do you tackle this because um it's not throwing money in it's trying to get a wage that has been denied to the across the board in nursing for over 12 years um, now I accept that there are disparities but I'd have thought this would be a one time that because I don't believe they're just striking for wages either I think all of the strikes that are going on now are talking about wages and conditions and the conditions for nurses is is about the welfare of their patients now I 100% 
accept that there is racism and and malpractice in different places within the, the National Health Service. It's a huge organisation. And those things need to be challenged in the same way I'm hoping they are in other organisations. But this is a forum to get those discussions heard. I'd have thought it would be fantastic right now for representation to be heard within the unions to push forward for the things that you're asking for. Because if it doesn't happen now, it becomes much harder if you go back to a, a normal working condition and it's been ignored for this long already. I just wonder why um, uh, more representation isn't pushed forward to, against the union to say, look, we'll back you on this if you also make sure that these practices stop and that equality is, is a much greater uh, thing across the service. Because I think they're vulnerable, the union now. They need the support of everyone. So, you know, I, I, I would be hoping more people would be having that discussion with them to force them. Because unions are very slow, tact, um, sort of like very slow to move organizations they, they rely on the membership to inform them and this is a great time to do it because if people don't come out on strike the whole thing fails for them so i would i would implore people to, to go to their union and say you know what what about equality across the board what about paying workers who are getting way less than the the average across the nhs that's what i think well, is the way forward many of the unions have got a conflict of interest many of them collude with the employers we've got nurses who have been represented by a union and even those union reps will breach the, the nurses confidentiality and discuss certain things with the employer you know the employers um reward the union reps they you know they hold events there's lots of conflict of interest and then you start looking at the way the nmc works it's like they're all in it together and the people that suffer are the lower class of nurses that the lesser nurses because I, I can guarantee you right some nurses within the nhs some people some positions especially the higher banded nurses are living comfortable lives and we see that because in this um fight for strikes and 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 the support i've not seen one nurse come out and show you her payslip they don't show you their payslip some people are getting paid better in the nhs it's poor management and until the poor management and the structure and the discrimination and you know what those things need to be fixed and somebody needs to like once those things are fixed then you can start looking at um other areas some people are getting a good wage in the nhs that's all i can say some nurses are better paid than others if your face fits and you fall into that hierarchy trust me those people are getting paid decent on the nhs and that's what we need to be looking at we need to be looking at the management the structure and the hierarchy within the NHS before it can be addressed. Yeah, all I'm saying, I mean, is that this is the time to do that. The door is open now because at all levels, management is looking for how can they resolve this as quickly as possible. The unions need the support of people. You can challenge all the things that you've been saying now because the door is wide open right now. Um, and all it takes is organized uh, approaches by people to, to, to make them have a different agenda. Because I think I would really fear that if you say cancel the strike, that the changes will actually happen because they can just carry on ignoring it. That's what the NHS has been doing for a long time. Um, so really, this is for me, I would guess this is a window of opportunity to put those demands to the union and to management and to get those practices changed. Um, it's going to be a lot harder if you go back and you say, well, you know, 
you ha there was a window open, we all just ignored it, and and, um, and then we're going to try and carry on doing that campaign now because you've got the, the attention of the media now. The media the, the, is the, the unions are failing black and brown nurses because they don't see racism. They don't see the problems that we face. They don't even believe half the nurses. They're not trained to identify discrimination. They can't see the insidious nature, nature of racism. And oftentimes they make matters worse for our nurses. They're gaslighted and they're put in a worse psychological place. At the moment, we're recruiting therapists because the level of trauma that these nurses are going through in their roles as a nurse and then subsequently compounded by the attitudes of their their union reps so we, you know we're almost fighting a losing battle when we try and address the unions hence why equality for black nurses we address the problem now using the, the using the legal system and that's what we can do with regards to people who strike i would say don't strike that's not for me to say but all i'm saying is that myself and the majority of nurses within my um, organisation are fighting to save their job. They're fighting, they're getting trumped up charges, they're under attack. So, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's, not, it's not really, um, I, I know you're saying this is, this is obviously a good opportunity for us to raise the issues, but we just don't feel that the unions are going to be the people that we raise those issues with. I guess what I'm saying to you is that in my experience, and I go back 40, 50 years, most unions are at the very least conservative. Sometimes they look much more like the employers. And what forces them to change is the workforce. So this is the kind of opportunity where they, ha they have to change because they rely on people you know, listening to their call. So if they say, right, we're going to strike on Thursday and no one comes out, they, they effectively do themselves out of a job. So this is the time they, they actually listen most unions become more radicalised by their workforce. So this is the time to say to them, look, address these issues now. And, and that's, that's the best chance you're going to get for them to listen to you ever, if they can, if they have that capability to do that. But um, I have seen unions change because of that, not because they wanted to, because they've got quite a luxury position themselves, sitting there deciding when they're going to do stuff. But actually, the, the, work, the workers force them into more radical actions. I've seen it in supermarkets, and in the train services, everything. The unions are the last people that really want to get too radical because that's their job on the line. But if the, if the workers say, we want to do this, that's how it happens. So for me, I think you have to address all those issues that you're talking about with them now. And there's, there's no better time to get, to get them to actually listen. Yeah, no, I, de I definitely agree. And like I said, um, I, I'm all for fair pay, but I just, like I said, there is there is some um, bigger problems that we're dealing with um, at the moment. I mean, just listening to what you said, Content, uh, kind of at the beginning, I mentioned um, the appointment, hospital appointment that I went to last week, and I noticed there was a, a significant number of, of black female nurses um, in there and this was Moorfields by the way um, and I was speaking to one of the nurses and I'd mentioned Naomi Naomi Bennett and she was like who's who's that and I had to tell her about Equality for Black Nurses they're part of the RCN it's it's the support group that you kind of should be part of um, but she didn't know about it so I guess there's perhaps issues regarding like getting the information out there even internally 
to my way of thinking, if, if Naomi's organisation was to stand up now and say, as a collective, we will support this right, but we need these changes. You've got the media listening now when they don't normally listen to nurses. You've got the management listening because they have to listen to the, 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 you know, this is an ideal time to put those things on the table. Um, I'm not saying it brings change because we don't know what brings change. You have to keep going at it and hoping that someone listens before you have to take more and more radical actions. But um, this is a window where you, you, for example, the media will sit and listen and they may not agree with you, but they will listen to what, 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 um, what different parts of the nursing unions say yeah but whose expense is that like we're talking about human beings we're talking about the health and safety of individuals it's not like it's a train strike where you know um trains are on strike i'm going to jump on a bike um i'm going to try and find we're talking about people's health here like people could die as a result of a strike like i said it goes against the core of our profession no i I do not believe that we should be putting patients lives at risk the, the, the service is already in a state why should we now jeopardize putting people's lives at risk it's that i just can't wrap my head around that i can't i can't wrap my head around it so we're talking about two very different things i i do not believe that the way to um to, to you know it's, it, it almost seems unethical from from my point of view as a nurse that i'm going to strike you know the end of the, the innocent patients who subsequently could die from this or um, have um, consequences to their health it's not their fault they didn't you know it's not their fault why should we why should we um, make them suffer like just you know cancer rates are going up people like waiting lists uh, uh, you know have you seen how long waiting lists are why, why should we you know I, I just don't believe that that is the way um, forward but like I said I do believe in fair pay but also I believe in fair opportunities and if those opportunities are not there available to all then that's the problem we're going to have what's to say after um, they get you know the, 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 the pay rise is, is a success what's to say that everybody in the workforce is going to benefit them because it's not like the government are going to give that money to individual nurses it goes into an organisation that is already like set against us we're not going to benefit black and brown nurses are not going to benefit from the pay pay no pay rise and i believe that and and the immigration immigrant nurses there's something in their tier two visas that say they can't strike so they're also not going to benefit from a pay strike um yeah from from a strike they're not going to benefit from from even you know they, they can't they can't um strike because they can get deported so it's not a fair system, not a play, fair playing field. Imagine, uh, like, I'm generally speaking, I'm am a firm believer in in action, um, and if it means that you have to strike, then I feel that you know it should be an option. But conversation needs to take place before all of that, because I mean especially in this case we're talking about people's lives it's not just i'll get the bike i'll get an uber or whatever um it there's a very very real risk to human life and especially when you're talking about how stressed the nurses have been um thank you for mentioning that they're also um recruiting nurses that you're, you're looking to bring in nurses um therapists sorry into the conversation because that's important 
watched the, um, the Mary C. Cole lecture and then we watched the video that was referred to in the lecture and it was tragic. The stories that people shared. And I can't think that there's no anger there. There's no frustration. There's no... I want to say a whole bunch of stuff that I shouldn't really say on recording, but it's uh, it it just defeats me how we're now in this situation. Like this, this is potentially the worst situation that we could be in. This is winter time. We've just had, or in the midst of COVID, or at least hopefully the tail end of such. But again. And on that note, I think we will end today's episode. Thank you so much to those of you who have uh, been here live with us on Clubhouse. The Prince, Ricky, Jihan, Margaret, Puja, and Ali. Thank you so, so much. Naomi Bennett our wonderful surprise guest <laughs> for today um, Naomi can you please um, share a little bit of information on where people can contact you and, and get in touch and support sorry I was just having a bit of problems with my speaker there um, yeah so Equality for Black Nurses we are um, on all the socials we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram you can reach out to us on our website www.equality4blacknurses.com um, yeah and we obviously supporting nurses but I do want to reiterate to everybody that I am in support of fair pay for nurses because obviously we do a like really tough job but I just don't really I, I can't I can't um, accept um, putting patients at risk and um, so I, I just think you know there, there's got to be a solution however I do think that the current setup in the NHS needs a, a complete rehaul um, that it, it needs to be you know um, it, it needs a rehaul it needs you know people need to look at the management and look at how the spending the existing spending and stuff like that so um, I just needed to make that clear but yeah equality for black nurses we're out there we're supporting nurses we're getting an increase of nurses we're also looking for therapists and anybody with legal background um, to support us and thanks for the opportunity to share my views on um, Clubhouse it's not always the um, the most popular view but obviously I'm just speaking from my heart as a registered nurse if I could just say Jermaine um just two things to, to maybe to think about is that I don't think there's a bigger window for change in the NHS than a strike time because that's when everything goes out the window and you can always have to start again with how you're going to restructure things. And secondly, it's been 106 years since a nurse has gone on strike in this country. So it's not like something that's done regularly. And I do believe that this strike is about conditions as well as pay. So a lot of what you're talking about is actually what lays behind, not obviously... Um, well, you consider sort of the, the discrimination part, but the, the bit where the discrepancy between the, the layers of the NHS, which is hugely well paid, and the rest that is, is, is struggling at the moment, actually using food food um, uh, banks and everything right now. So um, it is about challenging those things and about the, the welfare of the, the patients, because 
if nurses aren't able to do their job, if they're ill, if they can't get to work, it does affect the, the, the patients. About 40,000 nurses have left the NHS in the past year. So it's hugely important for the patients as well that this strike is able to create the conditions that, to make the NHS like work properly. And we're, we're moving further and further towards a private NHS, which has to be stopped because it's just going to get worse for people that don't have money. So, I mean, for me, it's like the, the, the more people can link together, air the, 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 the things that are going wrong and create a better NHS, the better we all are. So thank you so much for today. Um, this is the great thing about doing this on Clubhouse. Um, we've got a question from the Prince. Um, what do you suggest as the option for a better service and equality? That's to Naomi. Yeah, again, I think um, it, it is about looking at the layers of the NHS and looking at the structure and, and the current spending. Because I, I think that would be a, a, a very useful, but no, no, nobody seems to be going down that road. You know, even as a nurse working in, in the NHS, the, the waste, you know, is phenomenal. The waste that, you know, they, they obviously they don't do, very few hospitals do sort of re- recycling um, in the, in the organisation, but there's, there's so much waste and, and there's ways to utilise um, the resources, but there's too much waste of resources. So I think it's really about looking at that um, in the NHS as a whole, um, on how that they how they can save money and how, how they can better utilise the funds that they do receive, and also the ethnicity pay gap. And those people at the top, there are some people at the top that are being paid well, and and that's what I think is the way forward in. Um, in order to to, to, to to support the NHS. One, looking at the waste, um, better utilising the resources, and also just having respect and treating people with kindness. Of all the people that, of all the nurses that have left the, 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 the job, I've not heard any of them myself saying they've left because they're not getting paid enough. It's usually around the, um, around the morale and the way they're being treated. So these are some of the issues that I think should be um, dealt with um, prior to sort of um, walking out on your walking out that's it mm. you know what I'm thinking I'm thinking climate change this this theme of climate change that seems to be pervasive um, and how so many groups and people are coming together and there are new technologies developing and new communities building and everybody's coming together around themes of climate change whether that be social or environmental um, there's there's hopefully I'd like to think a window opening up right now and uh, it's quite interesting because we've just had um, Halloween and bonfire night these very periodic celebrations um themes of resistance, themes of overcoming that that come through in those stories. Um, What's next, Naomi, just before we go? What's next? What's next on the agenda? Um, And just to let everybody know, here on Curious Anarchy, this series, Curious Muse, we will be 
touching base with the nursing situation, the NHS strike situation, and, and as it unfolds. Come in, Naomi, please. Yeah, so I think um, for us, we're just really um, just obviously trying to raise awareness of some of the issues. Like recently, I think it was, is it Care Sturmer made an announcement that there's too many immigrants, um, too migrants, too, or immigrants or migrants working in the NHS, stuff like that, which is not useful. It's making our um, working environment uh, more difficult. So I think going forward, we're, we're kind of trying to do more lobbying to the government in terms of um, some of the conditions. So, so yeah, I guess in some respect, um, as the Abercaller said, this is a really great time to raise awareness of um, the, the, the um, issues that the black and, uh, black and brown nurses are experiencing. So we will be doing a lot of campaigning around that. We're hoping to introduce a podcast next year. And we are also looking at um, becoming a union ourselves because we're actually, we've actually been doing the work for two years. So there's nothing that actually to stop us. So we are just like thinking of ways to expand so we can support more nurses. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Naomi. Naomi Bennett, everybody. And thanks for having me. Um, Thanks, everyone. (laughs) Appreciate it. I know it was uh, short notice (laughs) and you probably didn't expect it, but uh, much appreciated you coming through. Um, That's all we have time for here on QS Anarchy today. This will be going out to something like 42 countries around the world, all continents, um, all corners of the planet, in fact. Um, And I would love to hear your thoughts and feedback. Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Curious Anarchy. This is Curious Muse. When the clapping is not enough. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening.